found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pack are going to talk about a, a Bulls exec wants to wait for Zoe to come back. Don't know what they're smoking. We're also going to talk, give our <laughs> grades for Acme 2022-23 season and prepare for the draft lottery. <laughs> All that and more What's on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central and correspondent for the Bulls on Bleacher Report. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the content for the day, Pat. Uh, Daniel Greenberg tweeted it out. Uh, today, some disturbing. It, it was a mass disturbance in the force when this was tweeted out, and we all felt it. Every Bulls fan in America felt this when it was said. Uh, and it was it was that there are some people reading the tweet directly. This was from Sean Devini when he was being interviewed on the radio. Uh, there are some people in Chicago Bulls front office that want to run it back with the same team and wait for Lonzo Ball to return. And there are some in the front office that want to make changes to this roster. Pat. How concerning is it to you that you hear that anyone, no matter who it is, we don't have the exact names, is really considering waiting for Lonzo Ball to come back still after what we saw this season? <laughs> hey, bro, you said that like when you went at uh, Jordan Crawford, bro. That was so funny. <laughs> don't know what they're smoking, but uh, let's just go move past Um. That that is the statement though, right? Here's the thing though. Here's what I'll say. This is what I need people to understand. Front offices are large. This is true. It could it could, it could be the person who literally loads the uh the the printer with paper. That that that, that could be the person. That and so that. I often ask, okay, but who in the front office feels this way? Now I will say this, and we'll talk about kind of AK and and do, giving his grade and stuff like that. But it does seem, excuse me, it does seem like that he's held on to Lonzo coming back being a big part of what this team is going to be. And the main thing to me is that you're relying on a guy's health who hasn't been healthy his entire career. You're talking about a guy that's had, what, two healthy seasons. His whole NBA career has been in the league, I think, six, seven years now, maybe something like that. And so to me, right, like that, I think that's your, that to me, that's the part where I look at it and I say, that's the reason that I'm the most concerned by hearing this because clearly somebody up there loves what Lonzo Ball can bring. Here's the thing I love what Lonzo Ball can bring. The problem is he can't bring it without knees. So you got to have that guy on the court and you have to at least have the wherewithal to replace that guy or find a guy that can come in and be a suitable option. I'm almost here's the thing at this point, too. Right. I'm fine with you waiting on Lonzo Ball. That shouldn't mean that because at this point you got to pay him no matter what move you make, no matter what exemption you do, you're paying him his money. So. But that my point is that shouldn't mean I don't find another player that can play the position. And I feel like that's the route that this this sentiment sends to me. But again, 
I don't know if this is AK or Mark Eversley. This could be right. It it, it could be freaking uh, uh, um, John Paxson sharpening pencils up there, just going, "Hey man, like I really like Lonzo Ball." That sounds that sounds like a, like a Paxson type statement. If Gar was still in the company, I'd be like, "Oh, it was absolutely Gar for him. Absolutely Gar." Uh Here's what's concerning to that for me is because we've talked about the details of it. I'm not going to get into the minutia of it again, but it's it's going to take about 18 to 20 months for Lonzo Ball to be able to return just to even try to get back on the court, much less how long we're talking about him getting back in rhythm. Yeah. He has 24 months left on his contract. It makes no sense to wait on Lonzo Ball to, to try to make improvements to your roster. It's different if you want to say, hey, we got some faith that when Lonzo does come back, we want that to still be in a Bulls uniform, whatever shape that may be. Yeah. And thus, we're not going to use a disabled player exception or whatever on him because when he does come back, we hope that it's still in the Bulls uniform. If you were to say that, cool, be optimistic all you want on that. But to say that you want to keep the roster the exact same in hopes that Lonzo Ball is going to return and save us is no. Yeah. You got to stop. We got we we've we've we saw that. We saw that this year, and I truly do think after this season-ending pressure from AK that he, at the beginning of the season, really did think that Lonzo Ball would make his return before the end of the season. I think everybody we, did. I mean, you don't put him on the calendar if you didn't think that. Exactly, exactly, 100%. But we've seen it. We've been there. And guess what? Even since then, he's had yet another surgery. And if we're being honest, I just want to be honest in this. That surgery is typically more for quality of life than it is for returning back to high level sports. Who who is the guy that you quote tweeted that uh he said that he was um he had the same surgery from the same doctor as Lonzo, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, no, well he had it from the Bulls doctor. Uh but that Lonzo didn't have his surgery with the same doctor, but he said that he was never able to skate well enough again to play in the NHL again. Yeah. That that surgery is brutal. Knee, cartilage replacement surgery in your knee is absolutely brutal. And go and do it. We've, I said when I did the research, we, we brought it all here. Like, it, it's just a brutal surgery. Yeah. And I hope that Lonzo can be the first NBA player to come back at a high level from it and make history. But you can't bet on that. When you're looking at something that bleak, you can't bet on it. It'd be different if we're talking about an ACL. It'd be different if we're still just talking about a normal meniscus tear. Yeah. We're talking about a surgery in which high-level athletes do not return back from more times than not. That's that's a scary proposition to wait to 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 improve your franchise on that. Man. And I think here's the biggest thing that you have to take into account, right? The team that Lonzo left is not that team, it's right? Yeah. This is not 32 year old Demar Derozan. This will be 34 year old Demar Derozan. This is not 33 year old or 31 year old Vooch. This will be 33 year old Vooch if you do run it back, right? And to me, right, like that's that's the part that you really have to look at. With what's with what bringing Lonzo Ball back is going to be able to do because now you're getting to the point where you have to start saying, all right, we need to start looking at some of these younger pieces on this team and yeah. them taking a bigger role. Now, here's the thing: I want Lonzo Ball with P. Will. I want Lonzo Ball with Kobe White. I want Lonzo Ball with Iodasumo. I want Lonzo with these younger pieces on the team, but. That doesn't mean you just run everything back because that team is two years ago and holding on to a team that was, while that is a very Reinsdorf thing to do, is not the right answer for the direction that you're heading with this team, especially with the youth that you have on this team and having no idea how that youth fits. And oh, by the way, you're trying to fit all that youth together 
while hoping that a guy can come back off of one of the worst knee surgeries that you can get in sports right now. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's it's a tall order. And, you know, as much as we, and I, I don't want to ever remove from talking about the whole Lonzo situation. Like, there's still not a person attached to that. I love Lonzo as a person, right? I don't I don't agree with most of his hip hop takes, but as a person, Lonzo's a cool dude. Got bad hip hop takes? Do. I don't know if Bro, I've heard a lot I, of Lonzo hip hop. I've heard him rap. He's not that bad at rap. He's not that bad of a rapper, yeah. but his hip hop takes, they 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 a bit rough there. Does he Bro, does like, he follow the John Morant path? <laughs> he, um, he a big he a big young boy guy? Uh, I don't think no, no. He's more of a Migos guy. Okay, that's not that bad. Yeah, that, that fits right. his era. That's not that bad. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's not that bad. But it's it's not great either. But keep, you keep know, all, all keep all weaponry away from him. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Hey, listen, he deserved these jokes at this point. I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. You did it to yourself. <laughs> Bro, the job, the whole John Moran thing, I just look at that and like, hey, I understand being young and dumb, right? But at least learn from your mistakes. You made the same mistake twice in hey. less than six months. Yeah, That's crazy. We, we sitting here talking about young and dumb with John Morant, like John Morant and a whole parent out here. You don't get the young and dumb excuse when you got kids involved. That's a, Hey, listen, I can't argue that fact at all. At some point, you got to wake up. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't like I said, I don't want to act like Lonzo isn't a person. I really do hope, you know, because that video when he when he talked about how he can't even make it up steps, he can't live his normal life. Like, I felt that. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to have – children and not be able to just do the stuff like uh, run like, like run that. with your kids yeah like that that's because he that's got what he got two young kids is it two i, I know he has at least one i feel like he's got two but maybe it's yeah, just maybe. one but even the fact that you can't you can't run behind your your daughter i don't know what lonzo has i'm not gonna lie you can't run behind your daughter or your son you know what i mean like that's crazy to think about yeah that's 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 wild it's tough and it, that and to be away from the game that you literally have been playing your whole life yeah like like the Lonzo and them been playing since they was like seven yeah so it's it's I'm sure it's tough man and I and I do hope that Lonzo Ball does eventually make a return I don't know if it's going to be in a Bulls uniform or not um that that story remains to be told and we'll be talking about it here as we progress and go through that over here at locked on bulls but uh let's go ahead and move get ready to move into the next topic uh in which we're going to be giving our grades for ak and eversley um in this season but before we do that got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors and that is game time now if you ever have had to buy tickets to an event you know how stressful it can be but game time is fast and easy and, it, and it's a great way to buy tickets uh, game time is the place for the last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you're if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're all set tickets are set uh sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code locked on nba for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed all right, Bulls fans, uh, we just want to thank you for always tuning in to Locked on Bulls. 
Uh, always free and available on every podcasting platform as well as YouTube. Make sure you guys go. I can't stress this enough. If you're on the podcast side, just go on to YouTube. Just hit the subscribe button. Help us gain some traction there. If you're on the YouTube <laughs> side and that's where you watch us, just go ahead and go over to the Apple Podcast, Spotify. Leave a re- review where you can there. Helps us grow. But with that being said, Pat, let's get into the next topic. Uh, that is grading. Uh, Acme and uh, well, AK and Eversley for the 2022-23 season. Uh, I know we talk a lot about AK, not very much about Mark Eversley in this. Uh, we talk a lot about the AK in Acme, but not a lot, a lot about the ME. But uh, how how you grading the front office this year, brother? There's no me and team. I oh, wait. Hold on now. That's not a <laughs> no. But um, I mean, listen. I think what we talked about is is a is a big deterrent for me. Um, I, I give I give the front office this season. What I thought might have been an A based on what Ayo DeSumo could have been and the hope that Lonzo mm. Ball was coming back off of, right? I thought that mm. they did some good things adding Andre Drummond. I do want to give them credit for things like that. But by the end of the season, right, you can only go based on the season. I, I, I'm giving them a D. Um, and, and it's based on the fact that you came into this season with full trust that Lonzo Ball was going to be back and no real answer for the backup point guard position. Even if you thought Goran Dragic was going to be a solid answer for you, you knew he wasn't going to be that answer every single night. We talked about that when we acquired Goran Dragic. We were like, hey, listen, I, I think that he's a good shooter. I think that he adds some shooting to the Bulls. I like what he can bring to this team. But he's not an every night backup point guard. He's definitely not an everyday starting point guard. So I think yeah. that, right, like the, the fact that you came in just saying, hey, one day Lonzo will be back. And this is just and I, I guess I get it right. Like that's that's the bridge to try and just get you, what, 30 games maybe till Lonzo would have been back. But again, you're putting a lot of faith in the fact that you just believe that this guy's coming back when we've seen the health not hold up for him. And we've seen guys take a full year, year plus recently, right? Like this ain't like we haven't seen this around the NBA. Like Kendrick Nunn just went through this and he basically still hasn't returned to the player that he at one point was, which still was kind of just a mid-roll player. But like the fact that you did nothing to that front and you know how important it is to your team and now everybody should know how important it is to your team based on what we saw out of this team the second half of the season with just having a point guard that was average that 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 is a that's malpractice that's gm malpractice what we saw yeah and i and i so in coming into us doing this grade i kind of thought about like how much do i have to give them credit for the fact that ownership doesn't want them because I I think that the Bulls would have used I mean well AK would have used the full luxury tax yeah I'm sorry the full uh, mid level exception which would have sent us into the luxury tax if he was on any other team which then we could have netted even better free agents I truly do think that right but at the same time at some point it's on you as the GM to pivot whatever the parameters of your job are you accepted this job with those parameters yep. one of those parameters is. You can't go into the luxury tax. So at some point, and, and I get it that we thought we had Danilo Gallinari. He ends up going to Boston instead. How does the Bulls season look different if he would have stayed healthy and been on this team and helped with that, that power forward position and brought some shooting? I try to give Lynn credit to all of that, but ultimately you failed at every goal you set. Every time AK came on here, we need to be better than last season. Yep. We need to, we need to grow from what we what we did last season. We didn't do any of that. We had less wins. We didn't go as far. We instead of a playoff team, we were a playing team. All that stuff was true. 
And so because of that, like you said, I, I got to give them a D minus. And that's not to say that everything they did was terrible. Some of the things like I understand wanting to bet on Io to Sumu to see what, how he would grow because of how he played last season. Yeah. It didn't work out. But you still got to eat that to a certain degree. And, you know, not not playing Dalen Terry any, even though I know it was part of his development plan to go through the G League, um, extending Billy Donovan, which now when you look at the coaches that have been fired around, you got to answer to all that. So it got to be a D minus. Ooh, extending Billy is crazy right now, which is here's the tough part, right? That we could be pivoting to Monty Williams. Right here's, now. here's what I'll say about that, right? Like, Monty Williams won with really good players mm -hmm. coming to Chicago. I think that Monty Williams would have been a very similar type of coach to Billy Donovan. Again, I think that most coaches in the NBA are Agreed. very tied to their schemes before but the game I, starts. I haven't seen I a lot of great Monty Williams adjustments. True. But I think that Monty Williams offensive scheme even if he doesn't make adjustments from that, it's slightly better than Billy Donovan's. I'm, I'm not I will agree like with huge. that. I will so. agree with that. I, th I think that you're probably shooting more threes yeah. in that sense, but also we don't really have a team that shoots three ball well, so is that good? right? Like That's like when Jim Boylan was here and they was like, shoot more threes, and you just saw people shooting threes and was just like, hey, man, why... Why he's shooting them threes, bro? Chris Dunn <laughs> took 12 threes. <laughs> and I was literally like, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey. so I don't, I don't <laughs> think, his, do it? I don't see a, I'm going to be honest with you, Doc, same thing. Uh, uh, and Doc ain't even fired yet, but I think he's on the market. Um, uh, uh, Nick Nurse, same thing, right? Like, the players matter more than people think. Yeah, for sure. And so I, for me, I look at, Here's what I will say. If you give Billy Donovan the team or a similar team to what he had second half of the season or what he had when Lonzo Ball was healthy, basically just add a point guard to what we currently have, that team worked. It's not a magical thing that all of a sudden this team was able to play basketball. Is he still bad at adjustments? Yes. But <laughs> the system seems to work when he at least has a point guard that's able to run what he wants to run. Um, and, and Io DeSumo took a massive step back because, right, like he just didn't fit what Billy Donovan was trying to do and Billy had to ride with him. And I think that killed his confidence on top of that. So I think that to me, right, I look at AK's issue more in the player sense because like I, I get that Monty went to the finals and all of that, but guys, listen, Devin Booker and Chris Paul are on his team. And it was the one season you got where Chris Paul was healthy up till the finals. <laughs> has he been healthy since? I don't think he has. Been. He hasn't been healthy before or after. <laughs> like that was his one season. He got his one shot. That's funny, but accurate. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, overall, like I said, I, we saw an off season of AK get really busy. We saw an off season of him punt. Uh, I think you know, depending on what happens tomorrow with that draft pick, we may have to see another season of AK getting busy. I, I think you're gonna see another season of him punting. Yeah, I think you might. I, I've always said that's the more likely outcome. I think you still. I think you will sign a point guard. I will mm -hmm. say that. I think at a minimum you will sign a point guard, whatever that may be, right? Whether it's Derrick Rose off of weight. Which listen, I need everybody to think this through, right? I know I've said bring back D Rose, but like we talking about possibly bringing back D Rose, the number one option. I I don't want to go that? through. I don't want to go through. Well, because he'd be the only real point guard on the team, unless you're just gonna put Kobe back there, which is a possibility. But I mean, that doesn't make him the number one option just because he's the point guard. Who, who else on gonna offense? Play, who else gonna play point? No, I'm saying I'm saying you bringing him back as the number one point guard. 
Oh, Option. So oh, he's going oh, okay, like okay, it, like if you bring him back, like you probably gonna pay him what 10, 11 mil. He's probably starting. I would hope not. He's not worth it. Right, well, welcome to the Bulls. Uh, <laughs> he's pro- he's probably starting it in that sense, right? I I just want people to think this through. He can get hurt here again. That's a lot of trauma. That's a lot of trauma. Well, that got real dark. I'm just time. saying, bro. Like that's a lot of trauma, bro. I don't want to see Derrick Rose laying could on the United imagine, Center floor imagine, again, bro. Could you imagine Derrick Rose suits back up for the Chicago Bulls wearing the number one, and he he gets hurt? Uh, bro, the, the the level of trauma that that would induce is ridiculous. Uh, okay, let's do your average, bro. We got to get up out of here with, with talking about this. Bro, like, I'm just it. saying, bro. Like, come on. We, get, we can't act like that's not a possibility out here, man. Hey, I wouldn't bet on it, though. That's the real thing. Uh, by the way, uh, we do want to let you guys know all about prize picks, man. Prize picks doing some great things when it comes to the sports fantasy game. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry you're not competing against other people either that's the fun part about it right y'all ever do the 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 some of the other companies things where you're competing against 700 people in one pool no you're just competing against the projections available prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch that includes nba nfl mlb nhl pga college football men's college basketball soccer wnba esports all that and more mma watch your head out there uh entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy safe and the withdrawals are currently operate or safe and fast withdrawals, and they're currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download Prize Picks or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up for daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit matchup up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars all right oh man still gotta talk about these bulls uh <laughs> it's kind of the show yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah, we're locked in uh, <laughs> today is the draft lottery pat and a lot of bulls hope Right, is wrapped around what happens in this draft lottery. The Bulls, for those that don't know, you can hold on to your pick if it's in the top four. Anything less than the top four, the Orlando Magic get the pick. The Bulls currently have an 8.5% chance to keep their pick, a 1.8% chance at the number one overall pick, which would be Victor Winbiana. Uh, Pat, how confident are you feeling heading into the draft lottery? Here's what I'll say about this draft and I'm trying to pull up the teams here the draft order uh or at least the the teams in the draft lottery right now um because of this NBA I will say very much like uh Carmen DeFalco said about the NF or the the NHL with the Blackhawks getting the number one pick rig it because you don't want a generational talent in a city that no one cares about. No disrespect to Hayes, but nobody wanted to see Connor Bedard in Columbus. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, nobody wanted to see <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. like, where are we sent up? Detroit? Houston? 
That's where y'all want to see him. Now, the team that might still end up with the number one pick that a lot of people would want to see him with is the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs. But can we guarantee that Pop is hey, all there still? That came out, last woman that came out said that Pop would absolutely stay on if they get Victor Wimbiana. I get that, but Pop's also almost a hundred. Like Pop, like is is the is the game still all there with it? Right? Like, listen, there, there's a lot of players on that team that me and you both liked, yeah. and they still won 17 games. <laughs> I mean, point, points were made. You know what I mean? Points like, like I, mean, I, I think Devin Vassell's a good player. We we thought both we, of we both talked really about Jacopoldo. Yeah, right. Like, there's talent that was on that team. They got rid of it. That Dejounte Murray was on that team. Like, listen, Pop got to hold a little bit of that. Like, I, I'm looking at, at some of them later pop teams, and I'm like, hey, you could have made a little bit more headway with that. You should have been able to get a little bit further with that. Although, I will say, didn't they get in the play-in? They did get in the play-in tournament yeah, with that playing, team. They were, playing two, they were playing team two years ago, I think. So maybe I'm a little harsh on that one. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm a little harsh on that one. I mean, one. they I did trade that. their best player, DeJounte Murray, for three first-round picks last season. So you got to factor that in as well. You still come out of that winning 22 games this season. So, I mean, listen. But even with that, right, like, do you want to run back the Spurs? Here's the one thing that we all talk about, that, that, that we talk about now that people didn't talk about as much then. I love Tim Duncan. I think that Tim Duncan is probably the best power forward to ever play the game. Okay. We didn't talk about Tim Duncan much when he was in the NBA. Because they played a boring brand of basketball. And you just forgot they were down there. Yeah. How do you how the playoffs? Here's, like, oh, here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. How do you forget a team that wins 60 plus games multiple seasons in a row? Like, we never talked yeah. about this. Like, it, like and, and it's not even right. Like, I know it's going to be some people in the comments. You never talked about the Spurs. No, like, no, nobody was paying attention to what the well, Spurs actually, did. I was in my third. Yeah, right. Uh, you know what I mean? Class <laughs> in high school. And we were, we, we talked about the Spurs regularly. I don't know what you guys are talking Down about. Down in but. San Antonio. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> hey, it's just, that's just what it is, right? So, do you want Victor Wimbignana, who could be a generational talent, who possibly could be your next face of the league mm -hmm. in San Antonio? That's, mean, my that's, that's my plea. That's my plea. That's all I got. I, I would even say Houston. I think Houston's an emerging city as well, but you sent Yao down there, uh, Yao Ming, and that didn't turn into anything. Um, I mean, if we're talking about big cities, if we're talking about this being a fixed thing, you want him in a major market. Out of all the lottery teams, are, are Dallas and Chicago the largest markets? Is that is am I am I overlooking something there? Can you say San, nobody cares? There's no actual Orlando Magic fans. So San Antonio is probably a bigger market, right? San Antonio uh, bigger market than Dallas? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, listen, I that's probably close. Somebody asked Nick from Locked but, you know, on the thing with or this, Locked on Mavs. Is, on I don't care about. Let me not say I don't care. That's that's just wrong phrase. I just can we just keep the pick? Like really, at this point, I I would love us to just be able to keep the pick anywhere in the top four. Just let's keep the pick. These are your, hey bro, listen, nah, I care. Rig it <laughs> or give him to Damian Lillard. I'm not gonna lie. If you're gonna do anything, give him to Dame. I I, I could respect. I could that. I can live with that. Give him to Dame, right? Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, Charlotte, Portland. Orlando, Indiana, Washington, Utah, Dallas, Chicago, OKC, Toronto, New Orleans. Maybe Toronto. 
Maybe Toronto. Maybe you know Toronto. Maybe Toronto. Uh, I wouldn't mind him going to Portland with Dame. I still think I don't know if that's enough for Dame. I don't know if, if Wimbiana is ready to to really compete at a high level quick enough for Dame because he's already said he don't want no more nineteen year olds on that team. Um, I don't know, man. But hey, we'll be locked in. We'll be live afterwards uh, to to discuss what what happens in the well. If the Bulls, we ain't going live if the Bulls don't. If the, hey, if, I, if, we definitely said that. I was like, should we go live for this? <laughs> I was like, I was like, we go live if they get it. If they don't get it, we can talk about that the next day, Brian. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> and what? And watch, watch the watch the pick fall in like number five, bro. I said seven. I mean, that, just that would be to. On brand. So that these, this is, this is the, are these the odds? Okay, so so this is updated. So the top four draft pick for odds probability for the Bulls is this right now. To get a top four, we have an 8.04% chance. But that breaks down based on each spot, apparently, based on how the NBA put this out. Mm-hmm. 1.8 for the top pick. 1.9 for number two. 2.2 for number three, 2.5% chance for the number four overall pick. It ain't great. I, we'll see. We'll see. Man. We we do not have the least chance to get a top overall pick. Well, uh, and also, the Bulls can't go number. Like, if we don't fall one through four, we're not moving up. Only the top four picks are technically lottery picks. So... Um, we can't go as high as five, so there's that benefit there. So yeah, you know, we'll see, man. I I I don't know. I don't have much hope, but hey, listen. Last time I didn't have much hope, we got Derrick Rose. Let's so. go, boys! Come on, we getting it. Dalen Terry going there. He finna be. Yeah, I mean, whatever he be doing on the sideline, I don't know what Dalen be, be. Bro, that that weird thing he be doing. <laughs> yeah, bro. Little side hey, eye, you, I mean. If, if, if the Bulls win the draft lottery, I the Dalen Terry's reaction is going to be a meme across the world. He's going to moonwalk up to the front. Follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. Number one pick. Follow us on everything. Follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Number one pick. Appreciate y'all for showing love. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen every day. We will be back tomorrow in which we will be breaking down the results of the draft lottery. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace.